Hello and welcome to the From Pain to Freedom event. I'm Sigal Zoldan and I'm delighted that you decided to be with us on the call tonight. And we're going to spend the next two hours or so together. So I'd like to suggest that you have a pen and a paper and some water or tea by your side. And I would assume that you have attracted this call to you because you or someone that you care about have been with some kind of a physical chronic pain or ache or discomfort or an emotional pain that so far, and I'll kind of refer to you at this point, you or maybe them have not been able to resolve either with medications or with supplements or with diet or chiropractic adjustments, if that's relevant, or different kinds of exercises or acupuncture or homeopathy and maybe in some other way. Yet, you really haven't free yourself from pain. And hopefully you may just be managing, at least you'll be managing the pain better, but our goal is that you will be freeing yourself from the pain and not needing to manage it. And you may have experienced pain on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a monthly basis, maybe around sometime during the month, and somehow you're finding yourself kind of arranging your life or your choices and your activities all around the pain. And we all know that besides the fact that it's not fun to have pain, it can be very limiting and debilitating. So what we'll be doing here on the call tonight, we're going to answer three very important questions for you that will shed plenty of light about your journey with pain. And we're going to answer the questions, where does your pain come from? Why is it showing up in your life? And what can you do to start freeing yourself from the pain? And I structured the call in such a way that you will benefit from it if you would stay throughout the entire call. And if you leave before we end the call, you may be missing important pieces that you came to get tonight. And that would be a shame because you came here for a reason. So if freeing yourself from pain is pretty high on your priority list, make a decision to stay with us all the way through. So let me share with you how we're going to do this so you know what to expect and you know how this call is going to work. So first of all, you'll set an intention for tonight. What would you like specifically to resolve? We're going to enter a healing space, and there is a good chance that things that were blocked in the past in regards to your issue will start opening up for you. So intention is key. I don't want you to skip that piece. It's the most important piece, because if you set intentions in your life on different things, you're starting to attract what you focus on. Then I'm going to share with you who I am, what my background is, and my healing story. And then we'll enter the magical world of forensic healing. I'll share with you what forensic healing is, and I'll pick one of you to work with on the line so you can see how we are clearing the blocks and how the pain is diminishing or maybe even disappearing. 
Then I, in, I will invite some of you to experience personally the power of this work, and I will do something very, very special that I'll be offering only to those who are on the line tonight. So if you're planning to listening to the recording later, you may still listen. However, the special invitation is going to be available only to those who stay on the call all the way through. So besides the possibility of freeing yourself from pain, which is huge by itself, there is another good reason to stay on the call all the way to the end. The last part will be the two powerful processes. The first process will be clearing, your, uh, clearing you from your blocks. Okay, your karma, your viruses, your bugs, whatever you're carrying there in your system. It's like debugging your computer when it's not working very well. So we will debug you energetically. And then we'll do a relaxing visualization where I'm going to lead you to step consciously and intentionally on your healing path. I highly encourage you to own these two healing processes. So if you didn't purchase the $10 attendance ticket to this call, you may still give yourself that gift and get your ticket after we're done with the call here. And I'll be sending you both the recording of the call itself and the two processes. The free ticket will grant you with the recording to the call excluding the two processes. So you can get the $10 ticket at www.frompaintofreedom.org. Okay, it's .org forward slash online. And please be sure to do this before 10 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow, Wednesday, because I'm going to send everyone the recording after that. So you kind of need to be in if you want that. The intention that I'm holding for our call is that what you are asking to resolve in your life at this point in time will open up and heal on a deep and profound level for you and even beyond that. So this is the space that I'm holding for you and I'm inviting you to enter. Now I'm obligated by law to let you know that everything that will be shared on this call is for self-improvement and educational purposes only. As a participant, you are responsible for your own actions and results. This information is not intended to replace traditional mental health or counseling or therapy services. If you're currently taking any medications, you need to consult your healthcare provider regarding any changes you desire to make. And if you have any questions or concerns about your physical or mental health or both, please contact your family physician or a licensed mental health professional in your area. Okay, so let's set an intention. Let's start by taking a moment to write down the issue, the chronic pain or the discomfort or whatever it is that you wish to free yourself from. So it may look like this. I have a sharp pain in my lower back, or I'm suffering from migraines around my cycle, or I have two frequent anxiety attacks, okay? It can be physical or emotional, and I know you may have more than one thing. Just choose one to work with today, okay? So it will start, your sentence will start with, I am, I have, I suffer, 
or something else on those lines. And don't worry, we're not going to stay on the negative side. We're immediately going to the positive, but we just need to kind of see where you're at in order to, to guide you to where you want to go. Okay, so again, if you have like a lot of people that, I, that come to me have more than one issue. When I start working with somebody, they fill out a form with all the physical things, the sleep, the hair loss, menopause, um, um, uh, lack of focus, uh, sugar cravings, you know, it's like it, we are holistic creatures. So we usually have more than one and they're all connected. So just choose the one that is most burning, most stressing for you and let's work with that. Okay? We want to open up something there. And later on, You'll have the recording. You'll be able to work with the recording and create freedom in other areas that may be challenging or painful. So I want to give you a moment just to think and do that. If you can write it down, that's great. If not, then just say it out loud or in your mind if you're not by yourself. Okay. So now what I'd like you to do, I'd like you to rate the intensity of your pain or discomfort. Where 10 is extremely painful or limiting or stressing, and 1 is almost not an issue at all. Where are you on a scale of 1 to 10? Now, many times people ask me, do I rate it for right now how I feel, or do I rate it in general, or when the pain is there, how do I rate it? So if you have the pain or ache or discomfort right now, so rate it according to how it is right now. If it's not a constant issue, then rate it according to when it's happening, how intense it is. Okay, I have clients that came to me with my a migraine. So I have one client that she has migraines on the week of her cycle. So she doesn't feel any headaches or migraines throughout the month, only on that week. And that week is really intense. She can't work. She can't function. It's really debilitating for her. So if you're like her with your symptom, you're just looking at it at the time that it's happening. And you may have two numbers. You may have right now and you may have in general. So again, 10 is extremely debilitating, stressing, painful, and one is not at all. So just put a number next to what you wrote. Okay, as you may heard this famous quote that many people claim that it's by Albert Einstein, but I did some research and people are not sure that he actually said that, but somebody did say it and it, it resonates and it's true that everything is energy. And that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. So if it's physics, we cannot enjoy physical or emotional well-being if the frequency that runs in our brain and our emotions is of pain. 
of course, we remember the pain and would want to avoid repeating the experience of pain. Yet to do so, we need to feed our mind, our body, and our spirit with the frequency of freedom, of well-being, of joy, of flow, and so forth. Another wise man by the name of T. Harp Ecker, some of you may know him, may work with him, he said, where attention goes, energy flows, and results show. I love this one. Where attention goes, energy flows, and results show. So we want to put our attention and energy on the positive. That's where we will guide the healing energy to go. Okay, it's time to break the pain cycle and the patterns that are creating it. And the way we do that is by looking at what you wrote or said and write it in a positive way, in the positive, positive opposite. In your intention, you can only use positive and empowering words. So what we did until now was not really the intention. It was stating what's, what's the issue, what's the problem. Now we're heading into the intention. So you don't want to write, for example, I want to be pain-free, or I want this pain in my back to be gone, or I want to be stress-free, to be stressed from the anxiety, stress-free from the anxiety, because you are using the word pain or stress. So your intention should be something like, I am enjoying flexibility and freedom in my lower back. So what's your opposite in a positive way of a lower back pain or whatever your pain is? Okay, so think in terms of how, do, how would it feel when the pain is not there? You've got to start building those neural pathways, transmitting that neurotransmitters to bring the flexibility, to bring the freedom. We can't think anymore in terms of pain when we want to be without it. I am enjoying flexibility and freedom in my lower back. Or a bit more advanced intention that is a little bit more than just simply taking the opposite, my mind and thoughts are relaxing into the flow of life. Okay, so there is flexibility and freedom and then there is the flow of life. So there is physical flow, emotional flow, you know, things that are coming at you that you need to deal with, whether it's kids or parents or family or work or whatever it is, that you can flow with it, that there is flexibility, that you don't get uh, uh, like stuck with your body and emotions on it. I have peace of mind in my mind and body. Life is flowing with health and balance. If we're taking the example of frequent anxiety attacks or whatever it is that you're going through emotionally, here's the example. I trust the process of life. I allow, trust, and approve what is. Okay, so instead of getting like <gasps> panic, oh, what am I going to do? What's going on? How am I going to resolve this? <gasps> I can't breathe. And then creating maybe some respiratory issues because of the anxiety, needing to calm down, reduce the stress. So if you think of, I'm at peace, I trust the process of life, I breathe free, freely and fully, this is the opposite positive of anxiety. I allow everything 
within me and around me to flow in harmony and peace every day. Very different than anxiety. Totally the other side of the fence. So you see, I completely eliminated the frequency of pain, stress, worry. So as you're looking at what you're coming up with, you want to look at there is no stress living in this intention. There is no tension. There is no um, pain living in your intention. Because this is we we are entering a healing space with this intention. You're going to create it for yourself. And I've seen it over and over again. People coming to my event, I'm creating this healing space, uh, events in person or online. And I work with one person. I had a lady that I didn't work with her. She was sitting on the chair. It was in my last event. I worked with a lady that came on, on the table. And the other lady said the whole time that you were working with her, my pain was gone. And it was gone throughout the whole event. And this lady has a few discs in her uh, spine. And she has a lot of different issues because of the surgery that she had 10 years ago. So I was not working with her directly. She set her intention. And for that event, she was free of pain. Of course, she needs to learn how to create it more in her life. But this is just an example of what's happening. Okay, so now maybe you're still forming your intention. I want to give you another moment to do that. If anyone has any questions about setting the intention, you can press on star 8 and I will mute you from here and we'll answer your question. If not, then we'll just move on. Okay. So it seems like everyone has clarity with their intentions. So I'm putting the chat room on the side so I can concentrate on my talk. So if you're pressing star 8, I'm not going to be seeing it now, only later. So now that we are all holding this intention for ourselves, and I'm holding it for you as well, I want to take a few moments to share a little bit about myself. Okay, so for the last 17 years, first in Israel and then in the United States, I've been doing alternative and holistic work with people. I um, started my journey as a graphic designer. Then I wanted to find more meaning in life, so I became um, I, I went and studied architecture, and I did that for a few years. And I realized that I wasn't very happy. And throughout this whole time, I was also looking for the right one for me. It was about a, a decade, a journey of a decade of dating and having boyfriends and not really getting to find the one. I believe that there are more than just the one, but I wanted just one for me. And it was really a struggle for me to find that right person. And as I was looking for, you know, I was dating I had a lot of stomach aches because every time I was so tense before a date, I didn't know, would that be the one? Would that be the one? And when I did fall in love with somebody, I had a hard time concentrating on my healing work with people. So it was such a challenge to juggle all the variables of relationships and career and finances. 
at the same time. And I was working with different practitioners, and I became stronger and stronger, and I let go of some stuff that held me back. It was a, a process of years. And um, let's see. Yeah, so that was in Israel. And then when I uh, moved to the United States, I kind of expanded my um, studies, and I went to study clinical hypnotherapy and neurolinguistic programming and different kinds of modalities that would help people to create a change, a deep change, but faster than, you know, a psychotherapy. Because I was drawn to that, but then I decided not to go there because I wanted results. So I, I was drawn to study to study methods that would bring results as fast as humanly possible. And um, one of the modalities that I studied later on was forensic healing. And I today I integrate all of the methods together. And I'll tell you definitely what is forensic healing, and we're going to work with it later on, on on the call. And I also studied a method that's called the Greenberg Method, where I learned to do foot analysis and different body works. And when I left Israel, I basically left my whole practice there because I needed to see people physically. And when I moved to the United States, I said, how am I not going to repeat the same mistake of doing something that I have to work with clients only locally. And then with the hypnotherapy and NLP and all the Reiki and forensic healing, I expanded my practice to help people that are actually doesn't matter where they are because today I work with energy and with conversation and it works even if the person is not in person present with me. So I got that freedom as well. Um, my expertise, you know, because you, you try to think, wait a second, you can help people with back pain, with migraines, with anxiety, with allergies, with all these things. How come you are expert in all these things? So I'm not an expert in all these things. What I am an expert in is removing the blocks that are preventing the physical and emotional body from healing. Because you know that the body can heal itself. If you cut yourself, even if you're not going to put anything, and I'm talking about, you know, kind of a, uh, a very minor cut, not a deep, deep cut um, where you're bleeding too much. If you just scratch yourself or cut yourself, you don't need to tell the body what to do. It knows. So when we're talking about deeper issues or issues that you've been trying to resolve for a long time and you're just not finding answers, there is an answer, and the answer is in removing the blocks that are not allowing you to do the healing process. So that's where my expertise lies. My story about at the end of 2010, you know, everything was going pretty well, end of, or it seems like it, right, on the surface. And in 2010, I woke up one day in the morning and I'm looking at the mirror and I, I was shocked. My face was swollen. I had, um, it was itchy. The, it, it's called hives. I had an allergic reaction to something. I never had any allergy to anything. And I was just stunned. It was like a nightmare. It was like, wait a second, am I dreaming or am I in my reality? Because who is this person? My eyes were so swollen that I could barely open them, and the next day it got worse. I was so 
freaked out. I went to a conventional doctor. He gave me steroids. I didn't know that I was taking steroids. I had to take them for five or six days, if I'm right. And I couldn't sleep. I had headaches. I couldn't focus on a sentence. I I knew that it wasn't, this is not going to help. And when I went to the doctor, he said to me, you have a sensitivity to the sun. I grew up in Israel. I spent my summers in the sun. Of course, you know, I needed to put sunscreen and take care of my skin, but I never had any sensitivity in terms of an allergy to the sun. So I kind of said to him, you know, this is bullshit. What are you talking about? I started to argue with him. And excuse my French, it was, I was so angry that at least tell me I don't know what it is, but don't tell me it's sensitivity to the sun. So after this one week, I started to have cycles of an allergic reaction. I had them for six days. Then I had one day, maybe two days off, and then it would start all over again. So I started to kind of explore how, how come, what am I doing that triggered this whole thing? And I noticed that every time that I'm eating uh, tomatoes, cherry tomatoes, I flare the next day. So I have a wonderful holistic doctor that I went to, and we started to explore what could be, you know, attacking me. And little by little, with muscle testing, he discovered that I developed an allergic reaction to tomatoes in general, to peppers, to my cats, which, what am I doing with my cats? Okay, I can avoid tomatoes and peppers, but now my cats are my kids. They are my babies. What am I going to do? I felt really hopeless and helpless, and I was working with him for weeks and weeks, avoiding eating all the stuff. I had to leave my home for a few days to clear the allergy. And basically, we dealt with the allergy with supplements and with nutrition. So I wasn't taking any medication because I'm not that type of person that would take chemicals. Uh, My body is really free from chemicals for a long time uh, or from the ones that I'm intentionally consciously consuming. And about four months, and I'm not seeing any improvement. Okay, really, really slow. And eventually I surrendered and I took Claritin. The first time I heard about Claritin, apparently many people know about this medication, over-the-counter medication. I took it and I said, I'm, t- I'm going to take it only for a, a relief because I can't do this anymore. I had so many wrinkles around my eyes. I had skin growth around my face. I I couldn't have a life. I couldn't go to a restaurant because I was afraid that, you know, the knife would touch the tomato and then I'll have another flare. It was really, really debilitating. So one day a friend of mine says to me, I'm going, not I'm going, she tells me that she already went to this lecture with this healer that came from Australia and she tells me great things about her and I'm like, why didn't you call me? Why didn't you? She said, I didn't think about it. So I'm going home, and like as if somebody hypnotized me, I went online, and I looked up this healer, and she was doing a tour in California. So I signed up immediately to, she didn't have any more free talks, so I signed up to a one-day workshop with her. And I went to the workshop, and she's doing these demonstrations. People come with different pains. She puts them on the table. She does this process with them. They get up, and the pain is gone. And it was amazing. And I said, great. And then she sold the whole training. And I'm like, that's okay. I have enough modalities. I don't need another modality. I'm going home. That's 
that was on a Sunday after I had two months of a break from the reaction because I was on Claritin one month. On Wednesday, the reaction is here again. And I was so disappointed. I thought I made so much progress. And here I am finding myself again in my doctor's office, lying down on the table, so disappointed. And he's, you know, trying to give me hope and to encourage me. And he said, don't worry. We have answers. Our DNA is not responding the way it used to. It's going to be fine. And I'm lying down there and I'm thinking to myself, what what answers? Again, supplements? Again, nutrition? This is like, it takes too long. I can't bear this. When he said the word or the sentence, our DNA is not responding the same, something clicked for me. Because that healer from Australia was talking about the DNA. And she said that her premise of her work is to bring the DNA back to balance so the energy interferences that are causing it to be thrown off are eliminated and the DNA can go back to balance. So as I'm lying down there at his office, because he hooks me to different wave machines and stuff to kind of relax and to prepare me to the work with him, I'm looking up because I'm lying down, right? So I'm looking up and I'm saying, God, send me an answer. And I said to myself, I must take responsibility on my own healing. You see, I wanted somebody to save me because the pain was so excruciating that I was like, just somebody take this pain away from me. I can't do this anymore. And as I said that, I had this voice coming from the left side saying to me, the answer is here and it's forensic healing. And I was shocked. You know, it was kind of the the kind of voice like you hear in the stories that God spoke to Moses kind of thing or to Jesus. That's how I felt that the voice came. It It came from somewhere different, not like a usual, you know, my internal conversation. So I tried to figure out how to do the training as I'm lying down at the office because for me, when something is so good, I can't save it to myself. I like to share it with others. So I came back home to my husband and I talked to him and I said, how can we do it financially? We figured out immediately a way. I signed up to the training and since I signed up to the training, I never had another reaction again. So I started to do the the protocol that I learned to do on the one-day workshop, I did it on myself, and if a reaction would start, I would eliminate it on the spot. Eliminate it on the spot. And then when I learned the sorrow protocol, that was a piece of cake without sugar. <laughs> it was wonderful. So that's my personal story with uh, how forensic healing showed up and how how I healed myself from an allergic reaction. And basically, once I started to do forensic healing, there there was no time uh, gap between the time that I started and healing myself from the reaction. So it just it was basically I I got what I needed from the process. And I healed myself. And I can tell you that the healing was mostly on an emotional level and on a spiritual level. So maybe later on I will tell you as we go what was my realization and what I've got from that experience with 
my allergy because it was totally my responsibility. And when I used the right tools, I was able to free myself. And when I'm saying right tools, I'm not talking about any supplements, any medications, anything external to what's going on inside of me or inside of us. Uh, two quick stories from uh, two clients that I was working with even before forensic healing. I had a client that came to me years ago. That was in 2002 with migraines. And I did a foot analysis for her. And in the foot analysis, we saw that there is somebody in her life that she is not confronting. And she said, yes, it's my mom. I'm afraid to hurt her. And I have a hard time to say to her what I need to say to her. And this was the reason for her creating the migraines. And this lady, she tried for five years diets and homeopathy, acupuncture, yoga, different types of, uh, what was it? There was another uh, homeopathy, uh, naturopathy. And she de- the, the migraines diminished a little, but they did not go away. Once we identify that that's the thing, her not confronting her mom, she's starting to brew inside. And for her, it's turning to be a migraine. Everybody has a different form, right? Somebody can develop a back pain or an allergy because they're not confronting. We did a couple of sessions and she was free. She was free because she became assertive. She learned how to confront her mom, her mom in ways that would not hurt her mom and would not hurt herself, and she got her freedom and her life back, and she didn't need to manage her life around the migraine. It can be that simple. Another client, she came with a pain in her foot, in her left foot. So we're doing the foot analysis, and I'm looking at the area of the pain, and in fact, that client also had something, some secret that she was keeping from her father. She was gay, and her mother knew and her sister knew, but she could not tell her father. She was so afraid of how he's going to respond. So we worked with, you know, her being more able to find her power and to step into her truth and all that. And after one session, she comes back and she said, I told my father, and the next morning the pain was gone. You know how they say that truth will set you free? When you're finding the truth behind your pain, you don't need to have the pain to show you the way. Because the pain is here to show us something, right? People say, my back is bothering me. I hear people talk like this. And I'm asking myself, how are you bothering your back? Are you sitting all day? Are you standing all day? Are you not having any... um, you're not doing any new things in your life that would bring newness. You're not like moving from one place to another. Every time it's the same, the same. You go to work, you come home, you do your same thing. Your back is tired of this. So he tells you, hey, you up there, I'm not comfortable. Do something different. But we don't know how to communicate with the pain, so we just continue with what is, looking for that hopefully natural magic field that will do the work. But the, the work is in freeing yourself, in, in confronting your truth, in willing to dare to look into the eyes of the quotation marks 
beast. Okay, so this is a little bit of the background and what what it was possible for me, what was possible for just a few of my clients that I chose to share with you about them today. I want to give you a few suggestions before diving, diving, before diving into the rabbit hole even deeper, um, kind of into your whole, own uh, personal healing journey. So one suggestion is to embrace a point of view to go through this journey, okay, which is letting go of resistance. I can't stress this enough, you know, I have been resisting myself so much and I still have places in my life that I resist and I'm learning to let go of the resistance because what you resist persists, right? If you keep pushing, law of attraction or even law of gravity will push you back. That's, you know, it's physics. So if you let go of resistance, if right now on the call, you know, you have things that are coming up and you're, you feel like you're facing toward the wall, just let it go. Let go of the resistance. Let go of what your brain is telling you, yes, no. Just just be with it. Just flow and float and be willing to be on a raft together with me and whoever is on the call tonight. The second thing is that you don't have to agree with me. I'm not here to convince you. I'm here to expose you to a world of possibility. I'm here to show you that there is another way to heal and to invite you to take a deeper step should you feel compelled to do so. This call is not about something I'm going to do to you or for you but something we are going to do together, you and I. So that's why I've asked you to set the intention just a few moments ago. Now, if you think that you will free yourself from pain just by listening and, um, you know, knowing, understanding what to do, but without doing it, I can tell you that it's not going to work. You've got to do the walk. And I'll show you how to walk in a way that, or in ways, not just one way, that are going to be simple and pleasant and not painful at all, yet you still got to walk with me. Also, setting your intention is your feedback to yourself, that you're willing to help yourself, that you're not looking for a magic pill to depend on, but you're looking to be empowered and take your birthright, your given power, back so you can free yourself from any pain and not be dependent on anything or anyone. <sighs> yes. So what is forensic healing? Forensic healing is a deep and fast subconscious investigation that helps us to bring up to the surface the relevant information that is lying dormant deep in your subconscious mind and your DNA, okay? That's where it's lying down. When we bring up the relevant pieces, they're no longer stuck or trapped in our system. Then we apply one or more of over 130 healing corrections to help release the charge of their impact from your system. So imagine that you have 
a 10,000 pieces puzzle. And you're supposed to put all these pieces together. That's how forensic healing is. We have infinite amount of puzzle pieces. They're all flipped. So when we do the investigation, we ask that only those pieces that are relevant to the physical or emotional pain that you wish to resolve will come up to the surface. Then we connect the dots. We complete the picture, like those drawings. Remember those drawings when you were a kid where you have numbers and you draw lines? The picture becomes clear after you connect the dots. So when applying the relevant healing, that's when freedom begins to take place. You see it all in action when I work with somebody on the line. So in the nutshell, with the power of forensic healing, we're looking for the energetic source of the physical or emotional symptom. We unplug it from the source, and then the diet starts working better, the exercise, the supplements, the flow in your life, the level of your happiness and hope. It starts to become less of a struggle and more of a ah, joy and freedom. And it's so beautiful when it's happening. And it may happen to you tonight. So let's look at where the pain, the three questions that I promised that we would look at. Where does your pain come from? Why is it showing up in your life? And what can you do to start freeing yourself from the pain? Okay, so we have our physical body. We have our, our body, our bones, our muscles, our organs, our skin. We, and, and so forth, right? There is much more to that. And then we have the energy body, the meridians that are running through our physical body. Then we have the mental body where our thoughts, logic, intellect, perception are located if they have a specific location. Then we have the emotional body where our emotions and feelings are. We have the spiritual body where the soul and spirit are which is inside of us, it's in our energy field, in our aura, in our chakra system, and in fact, it's everywhere. It's not just where we are, our spiritual body. A part of our soul or spirit could even be right now in a different country, a different planet. It's the body that is related to everything beyond the other bodies, beyond here and now even beyond this world. Every symptom that we experience can be a result of a collective of imbalances in these bodies, okay? So all these five different bodies, the symptoms can be uh, uh, a collective of imbalances. That's why, you know, when I'm calling myself a holistic healer, I don't look at just one system. I look at all of them, but from an energetic, from an energy standpoint of view. I don't look at, you know, just the body system. I look at a person holistically. I don't do a nutritional consultation, and I won't tell you which supplement to take, but I have a team of people that I work with and trust that when appropriate, I'm working in conjunction with. But first, and many times that's what's happening to me, when we unplug the energetic source, again, whatever you already 
know to do in terms of your diet, it just starts to work better. The key that I like you to remember is that when the energetic source of the issue is removed, then everything else works better. That's the key. To me, managing pain is very different than being free of the pain. So if you are allergic to pollen, instead of continuing on a diet or supplements and maybe drugs that reduce the intensity of your symptoms, would you prefer to make peace with pollen so you do not react and feel under attack? I know that would be my choice, and it was my choice. I said, I'm not going to be that person who would carry um, injection in my purse or would be bound to take specific medication, which, by the way, that claritin screwed up my cycle, so I knew that's not a good sign. Okay? It was just a temporary, very temporary relief. So when we go through a challenge, if physical or emotional, we must look at the issue from a holistic perspective, which is the physical, mental, emotional, and energy, and spirit. So sleep, diet, exercise, supplements, water intake, and the environment are important, but there are other invisible aspects that are not so easy to measure, like your soul journey and your ancestral journey. When I was going through my allergic reaction, all the physical aspects of diet, supplements, were not enough. It wasn't enough to get me to find a solution. I, I bet my doctor was puzzled too. He, he wasn't able to help me in that case. I still see him on different, for different other things, but that was I needed to go deep. That's why I say to people when they ask me, who do you work with? I work with those people that have tried already different things and they're bumping their head in the wall. They're not finding answers. That's when they want to come see me. Because if the diet works and you're good with it and your symptoms are gone and, you know, it seems like you're doing fine, then great. Do what works for you. But if you try this and this and this, ah, yeah, you want to come see me. So, and when I had my allergic reaction, that's when I had to turn inward to the soul journey and definitely to my ancestral journey because that really came up. Our mind, body, soul, and spirit has wisdom. It can heal itself. And I already talked about it. You know that. When I was searching for the answers to the allergy that I had, I've learned something really profound that I wasn't aware of before. I've learned that the structure of our DNA can change. And I also learned that we don't only carry in our DNA the color of our skin and eyes and other components. We also carry within our DNA every experience. Listen closely. Every experience that our ancestors went through. So if your 14th grandmother that you may have never heard about her had some traumatic event, like let's say it was uh, losing her husband when she was young with two infants, and it was really hard for her in life. As a result of that event, you may not have 
an easy time to find a life partner that sticks around. You don't know that. All you know is that you're dating men and you're having relationships and it's not working. That's, that's an emotional pain. I don't know exactly how we define that pain, maybe sabotage or stuck of some level, but I've been there. I needed to clear stuff from my, from my past so I can finally find that person. And I knew that I did deep soul clearing because it was, it was deep. Or let's say if your 23rd great-grandfather died in a fire in a field of corn, you may develop an allergy to corn or wheat or whatever happened at that time. There are infinite combinations. You see, the key is to crack the code for yourself so your life can unfold in the highest and best way and you can be free from your issue. Okay, and and I don't want you to think that when you're doing forensic healing, and you'll see it in a moment, it's not overwhelming because we're not bringing up the gazillion infinite pieces of the puzzle. We're bringing only the ones that are relevant for your issues. And we can work on a few issues at the same time. So let's look for a moment at the DNA and understand how it works in terms of the forensic healing experience. So in my work as a forensic healer, I am dealing directly with the DNA. We all know how important it is to have a healthy immune system, right? But now we are awakening to the fact that we also must have a healthy, balanced DNA as well. Some of us, when we are born into life, we want it or not, we come with some baggage. If we were growing in a very loving and supportive environment where we were understood and respected and appreciated, you know, we were possibly allowed to freely express our emotions where we felt that we are enough, right? We are loved. That our family believed in us and encourage us to be who we are, then we may have had work through the baggage. But if our environment was not so so supportive, which I get a lot of people who grew up in families that, ah, you, you may know. If it's not you, you may know someone else. So if it was an environment where you learned that it is unsafe to express who you are, I actually grew up in an environment that emotions was not, you know, you need to put some makeup, cover it up, and move on. You know, there's no time for for feelings. Don't show everyone what you feel or what you believe in, where there was no one really that listened to you and loved you in the way that you needed to be loved. Then we made lots of conscious uh, and unconscious conclusions about life. Uh, I'm sorry, I want to say that again. We made a lot of uh, conclusions, not necessarily conscious about life, that we needed to work through later. When the physical or emotional pain, they showed up, okay, now they're pushing us. It's time to heal that. It's time to work through that pain. Because it makes sense. If it wouldn't be painful and you, we wouldn't have been pushed to resolve something, Life would be just the same. 
why would we need to do anything about it? It's not necessary. Right? It's, it becomes necessary when it's unbearable. So we go, we look for answers. All of those childhood experiences that we have accumulated, as well as those that we were born with, we came with already, with our you know, baggage that we came to life, the fear, the pain, the suffering, all of that is imprinted in our DNA. Reprogramming and reconnecting the DNA on an emotional, vibrational, energetic level assists in releasing the underlying conditions and contributes to healing on all levels. You know, I get people come to me and I told you they fill out this form with all these symptoms. We do some work on different things, not on the symptoms, and then the symptoms are changing. I had a lady that came... We did one session. We worked on anxiety. We did a session on Skype. And in her her form, she shared with me that she had a cyst and a fibroid. And we worked on her anxiety. Six weeks later, she was scheduled to go to her OBGYN. And she wrote me an email back. I couldn't wait to come home and let you know that the cyst is gone and the fibroid has shrunk. We didn't work on it directly. We worked on her anxiety. Why? Because when the DNA comes back to balance, the body knows what to do and where to heal, where to bring healing. We just remove the energy interference. Okay, so we may work on an allergic reaction and someone in your your life, like um, your love life opens up. Okay, I had another client who came with me with pain in the knee. She had uh, two surgeries and uh, a lot of injuries because she was kind of a sportive person. And she was divorced recently before she came. And she had a hard time to kind of forgive and let go of her ex-husband. And we did a few sessions together. And she got a lot of information from what the knee was trying to tell her. And... I think after the third session, she met somebody. We didn't work directly on meeting somebody. But you see, she started to release things. That path opened up for her. In the early 90s, a Russian quantum biologist by the name of Vladimir Poponin, he conducted uh, a few experiments called the DNA phantom effect. And the experiment began as patterns of light which are basically energy, named photons, they were measured inside of a tube, that all the air was vacuumed out of this tube. So imagine this. There is a tube, all the air is vacuumed, and particles of light are projected into that tube. Now these particles are running, running in a random distribution, like tuck, 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 all different kind of you know, sparkly light. Then Dr. Poponin introduced a physical chain of human DNA. In the presence of the human DNA, the photons changed position from a random distribution to a patterned wave that aligned with the DNA. So listen closely because you're going to be shocked in a moment. Okay? So he introduced the chain of the human DNA and suddenly the patterns of light are doing a certain wave, repeating the same movement. 
This proved that the DNA clearly affected the energy of the photons. Now, when the DNA was removed, listen to this. I I was amazed when I read that. When the DNA was removed from the chamber, from the... Uh, controlled environment, Dr. Poponin expected that the photons would go back to their random distribution. However, the photons stayed in the same wave pattern that was created in the presence of the DNA. And as long as the vacuum was not disturbed, the photons stayed in the same wave up to a month after the DNA was removed. The human DNA affected the energy even when it was no longer present. So Dr. Poponin concluded that our DNA constantly interacts, responds, and engages with the world. So let me give you some examples from our everyday life, what that means. This is huge. It will put your whole upbringing in a different light. So think of family interactions, of friends, you know, the, the non-supportive mostly. I mean, the supportive ones, they, they have uh, a vibration that resonates with you. But, you know, there are some family members and some friends and you're going to the market or you're sitting in the dentist chair. All these places that you are engaged with in your life where there are people. The DNA of the people that were in the dentist chair or at the line in the market may still be there even if the person itself is no longer on the premises, yet alone if the person stands next to you, right? If the person stands next to you, their DNA is vibrating in a certain pattern, your DNA is vibrating in a certain pattern, and there is some kind of interaction. That's why you're saying, I don't want to be with these negative people. Why don't you want to be? It, it shifts your vibration. It's not, it doesn't make you feel good. Now, there are many things in your life that probably don't make you feel good, but hey, we've got to deal with them, right? Well, you, right, you've got to deal with them, but you've got to put your DNA in a frequency, in an alignment that it's easy to deal with them, that you don't need to develop physical or emotional symptoms because it's too difficult, their energy is difficult, they're challenging, they're, you know, and maybe these are people you need to work with or live with or engage with, and you, you can't just go, right? I I can tell you that I never got along with my mother, okay? I'm, I'm finding ways in the last year to get along with her, but she is her, and she has the way that she operates. And even though that I, you know, she's in Israel and I'm in the United States, we get to talk on the phone, we don't see each other very often, but still, you know, I I have the upbringing that I grew up with her. Her mindset, her actions, positive and not so positive, affected me. So I needed to do work on myself so I'm not reacting to her the way I used to because I didn't love who I was. And I didn't want to be that person. So even though she is not with me every day, because of the fact that I've been with her so long, the DNA, that the way she vibrates, vibrates, create a reaction in me. 
And even though I did so much work on myself, it can still be triggered. My job is to bring myself to the new new alignment so it's not affecting me that much. And I can tell you that I've done that. And it's better than it used to be. Of course, it's easier when I'm not with her that often. So I know when I'm going to Israel, I need to stay two days and need to go away. And then I need to stay two days and go to a friend or a cousin or something. Because last time when I went to Israel, I stayed with her for 25 days and it really affected my system. I actually developed a different allergic reaction and I knew it was because I couldn't balance. It was like I was so thrown off. I couldn't bring myself back on. So it's it's a work in progress, but it's it, it works. So, you see, most people don't know, they don't see, they don't feel. And on some level, it's good that we don't because it can be overwhelming, right? So if you would feel everybody's vibrations in such a, uh, what's the name of it? I think it's clear sentiment. You know, the, when somebody is very empathetic to other people's energy. Um, but even if we don't feel, we still react and we pick up the energy. We may not be conscious aware. We pick up the energy patterns and um, that collection of DNA, which we are calling it a human being. Okay? It just it leaves behind us. So there are ways to also, if we went somewhere, and we experienced a negative vibe or something didn't sit well with us, there are ways to clear yourself by yourself from those energy interference. You don't need to put them in your system and collect them. And I'll tell you in a moment um, what are those ways. So I do feel, and it can be challenging at times, and I had to learn, and I'm still learning, how not to feel less, but how to not take it in, how to be more at peace and how to come back to balance. I believe that a big portion of it is because I did so much energy work and clearing the old pattern and old stuff that I'm carrying from ancestral lineage and from um, past life and soul journey and all that, that it's easier for me today to bring myself back to alignment. DNA alignment. So if I take it in, it manifests physically. I had times that I could not move after engaging with certain people. So I had to learn how not to be affected so I can stay healthy mentally, emotionally, and physically. And when I say I cannot move, I would would lie down in bed and my mind would tell me, okay, get up, and my body wouldn't go. It's just no. I need to rest right now. It was it was kind of a weird feeling, but I it was like a energetic contamination that affected me in such a way that I couldn't function physically. And I knew that if I want to work with energy, I better learn how to not let it in in such a way. So if you think for just a moment about the environment that you grew up in, okay, take a moment, think about that. Maybe you already kind of went back there. Think of your parents, think of your siblings, your home, or maybe you moved a lot, so maybe you had a few homes. Think of your negative influences in life. All those were there every day of your life. Many of the memories are suppressed. They are designed to be suppressed because some of them are too much to bear. 
if you never cleared your DNA, the vibrations of those incidents are still vibrating. You don't feel them as those incidents. You feel them as issues in relationships, in health, in finances. You feel them as pain. When the goal is to free yourself from pain, you actually want to find out what your secret combination is, what are those details that are locked or trapped right now within your DNA related to what you are going through, unleash them, and then feel the freedom and flow. So what damages or weakens the DNA? I'll give you now a quick list. If you want, you can go back to the recording. You can make a note for yourself that this is around the um, uh, one hour, maybe in four, five minutes into the call. And then you can go back to the list. I'm going to write a blog post soon about this um, uh, what I'm about to share with you, and then I'll, I'll send it to my list. So if you're on my list, you will receive the, um, the article. So what damages or weakens the DNA is radiation, chemicals, electrical devices, microwaves, TVs, computers, right? They have EMF, electromagnetic field radiation, all these electrical devices, cell phones, power sources, GMOs, genetically modified organisms. You know, they're, if it's not organic, then it's GMOs, and it throws the DNA off balance. Pesticides, pollution, chemtrails. Chemtrails, if you don't know, are those um, lines in the sky, those white lines that stayed for a long time and are being uh, sprayed. Some people don't believe that they believe it's something good in them, but I don't believe that there is something good in them. There are chemicals in them. Products that we put on our bodies, like shampoos and skincare that are filled with chemicals, Our organs need to process them. The liver needs to work extra hours. It's difficult together with the emotional, you know, the relationship and emotional stuff. We want to give to feed our system and our organs with good stuff, okay? Empathic stress, lack of movement, negative emotions, stress of any kind. This this whole list damages and weakens the DNA. So you can already see that by starting step by step, making a progress with setting up your environment and what you're putting into your body, this may already be a key thing in your healing process. Okay? And and you want to make it a goal to start consuming things that are better for you. So let's talk about what builds up our DNA and what strengthens it. So relaxing things, massages, relaxing music, stepping on the grass or sand, okay, that's grounding you, you're recharging. I do that after sessions. After I work with a client, I go outside and I step on the grass. And if I can't do that because it's a cold day, which doesn't happen very often in L.A., I drink water. That grounds me too, purified water. Dipping in fresh water 
strengthen and build your DNA, Epsom salt bath, clean food, empowering relationships. That's why I'm sure you've done self-development stuff in your past. And they say, look at who you are. Um, who are you in your relationships? Who are you in a relationship with? Are these negative people, positive people? Okay, so if you are in a not empowering relationship, either start minimize the engagement if you can. Um, do things that will, you know, you can say to the other person, if you have to be in touch with them, I'm going on a 30-day negativity detox. So if they want to be negative and speak negatively, they can, but not with you because you have a coach and the coach is not gave you an assignment of not being engaged in any negative conversation. So I'm sorry, can't do that today. Oh, sorry, I'm still on my day 20th. After day 30, you said it was so good, I decided to go for another 30 days or for three months or whatever. Okay, so you don't tell them you are negative. It just, oh. I have this sensor that says, oh, I can't engage in that, sorry. Right? It's, it's pollution. It's energetic pollution. So back to the list of what strengthens the DNA. Uplifting emotions of joy, beauty, health, communication, living our truth, smiling, laughing, dancing. Um, what else? We have crystals. Okay, if you wear crystals or have crystals at all at home, putting chips that reduce their electromagnetic field. I have one on my cell phone, and when I do this event in person, I do a demonstration of somebody holding a cell phone without a chip, and I muscle test them, and I show how their arm is going down very weak, and then I let them hold my phone that has the uh, protection, and they're strong. Okay, and if you don't know where to get those, send me an email to info at sigalzoldon.com and I'll connect you with somebody that I know that is selling those chips. Uh, essential oils, that's another wonderful thing to, that helps to build up the DNA. Okay, so what I like to do with essential oils, and I told you I'm going to tell you later, so I take an essential oil. Hopefully it's pure and it's uh, good quality and doesn't have any chemicals. And if you want to know more about that, I also can guide you to where to find more information about good pure essential oils. So you put on your uh, the middle of your palm and you clean your aura with that. So if you went outside and you were with a lot of people networking or to the market or a lecture or something, you come home or even before you come home, you can do it in your car, you put a drop of essential oil in your palm and you simply clear your aura. I actually did the blog and I have a video of showing how to do that. So if you go to my blog, which you can go to it through my website, it's www.sigalzoldon.com and there is a blog bar, so you can click on that. And then from there, you can... I don't know if it's one of the top blogs, so you can put uh, Aura Cleanse in the search button, and then that blog post will come up for you. Okay, so you can kind of do it together with me until you know how to do it, and then you you just do it whenever you feel that, oh, I need, I need to clear my energy field. And you want to do it on a semi-regular basis because when you're clearing your energy field, you are preventing from 
whatever is clinging on, whatever you picked up that you're not aware of, that is sitting in your energy field, you're not letting it come into your emotional and physical body and manifest into something that you don't want. Okay, so when I go with people, especially family members, certain family members, that I feel, now I'm more aligned, so I do it less. But when I feel it, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm off a little bit. They said something, I feel that I'm off. I'm going to take this essential oil and I'm going to cleanse my aura and I'm going to inhale it too so I can come back to alignment. And in fact, I came up with my own um, spray, my own line, which the, the first product that I have is called Alignment. So now I carry that in my purse and I just spray around my energy field and I bring myself back to balance. So that's in terms of preventative, in terms of energetic preventative. So it doesn't penetrate the the different bodies that I talked about before and and messes us up. But right now, having a pain, if you clear your aura field, it will do something, but it will not, it's already so physical, it's so manifested that it may not be enough. So what I like to do right now, I like to take one of you and I want to do a demonstration of about 10, maybe 15 minutes of work. So I want to choose somebody that if you have right now a physical symptom, a pain or something that we can measure before we start to do the work and after we're done, that would be um, great to work with you. So it can be some kind of a neck pain or physical pain of some sort. Um, I prefer that it would be pretty high on the scale of 1 to 10. So look at what you wrote before. If you have 6, 7, 8, then um, you may be a good candidate. So if you would like to be the one that I'm going to work with on the line, press star 8 and let's see if this is a good match for the purpose of the call. Okay, so go ahead, press star 8 if you have something that you would want to take the opportunity so I can work with you. Okay, so I have more than one person. So let me just check with you and see what you're dealing with. I'll check with both of you and then I'll decide who to take, okay? So um, you will get a message that you were unmuted. So... Yes, so I believe it's Jean. Did you yes. get a message? Yes. yes okay, so go ahead. So what is the symptom and what's the intensity? Um, the symptom is, is that I'm suffering from a rash on my arms, both of my arms and my midsection that's itching, burning, scaling, and dry, and it's about an intensity of a 7. Okay. Okay. So thank you. That sounds uh, pretty intense and how long have you been having it um i've had i've had this for about three weeks now um i finally went to the doctors because i just couldn't do anything with it from my own you know from my own uh mm -hmm. self-medicating i guess you want to say yeah yeah it okay. had gotten pretty bad so okay so let me check with the other person and we'll see oh. uh what what's right to do Okay. okay, so thank you, Jean. 
Okay, so we have somebody from New Jersey who, did you get a message that you were unmuted? From yeah. New Jersey? Yeah? Yeah. Hi. Hi. So you want to tell us your name or you want to give yourself a nickname if you want to stay without a name? <laughs> oh, I'm fine. No, Maria is my name. Say that again. My name is Maria. Maria. Okay, Maria. So what is your symptom and what's the intensity? I suffer from really bad neck pains and headaches, and I would say it's way up there as 9, 10. Okay. And is it something that you have now, the neck pain or headache? I have neck pain, yes. Neck pain, yeah. I thought that would be the case. And what's the intensity right now? I would say it's about a 9. And how long have you been having it? Uh, I've had it now for several months. Okay. Okay, and when you have the headache, how bad is it from 1 to 10? I would say when the headaches come, they're about a 10. Wow. Okay, so let me consult for a second. I'm kind of starting to get the the higher messages that um, I sh- I should work with you, Maria. Um, so, Jean, I'm I'm choosing it because you know we have just a few minutes to do it on the line, and um, um, I I hear you and I feel you what you're going through, but I think that for the purpose of the demonstration. Because, you know, a rash may take a few hours, even if we do some work together, it may take a few hours to see results, but the neck pain could be pretty immediate. So I hope you understand. (laughs) Now, even though I'm saying it, while I'm going to work with Maria, you may still see a change. Okay, so it doesn't mean that if I didn't pick you, you're not going to get anything out of it. We are in a healing space. Okay, something that Maria will release, and there's a reason why these people are on this call at this time. And also the people that are going to listen to this this recording, there is, you know, we are where we need to be in a given moment. So you may get something out of Maria's release. You may release something when she releases. And not just you, whoever else is on the line or listening to the recording. So, in fact, every time you're going to listen to this recording, you can work with a symptom and something will open up, okay? When you are in a supportive environment and you have somebody like me to observe it, I can point out some things that are coming up for you. But when you're with yourself, you may not notice, but most important thing is that you feel that you're freeing yourself. So, Maria, let's take it from there. So, first of all, uh, how old are you? I'm 55. 55. I need the age for the uh, for the healing process. So, what we're going to do right now, I'm going to start going... Uh, oh, you have uh, the intention. Can you share with me your intention? Yes. Go ahead. I. My intention is I am intentionally... Receiving healing. Okay, so it's it's very general, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? It's not specifically for the for those. You kind of wanted to do something holistic in a way. You okay, may want me to, 
Yes. So you're, you're saying I should do something more specific? Yes. Okay. I'm intentionally receiving healing for my headaches and my neck pain. Ooh. So did you join the call? Were you not from the beginning? Yes. Yes. Uh, what? Later? Yes. Did you, you join later? Yeah, so I don't know if you were there when we I was talking about the importance of doing the um, intention very positive. So if right now the neck pain and headache, we use the word pain, we can't use the word pain. So what do you want to feel in your neck if the pain was not there anymore? Freedom of movement. Wonderful. So to have... Freedom of movement, yes. Of movement in my neck. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me look. I'm looking for a second at Louise Hayes' book, and I'm sure many of you are familiar with her. I just want to see for a moment. I mean, neck is like the the bottle of uh, the bottleneck from the head to the body. A lot of ideas get stuck there. Um, she's saying about it, refusing to see other sides of questions, stubbornness, inflexibility. The positive side of it, it is with flexibility and ease that I see all sides of an issue. There are endless ways of doing things and seeing things. I am safe. Anything from there that you want to kind of take to your intention and add on it? You said, something, you said something in the second to last sentence. Okay, there are endless ways of doing things and seeing things. Okay. No, it wasn't that? No, it was before that. It is with flexibility and ease that I see all sides of an issue. Because think, think of a movement of a neck. Right, so if we could have turned our head 360 degrees, we could see all angles. Uh-huh. We could see all point of views. It's kind of like ah, having having a view that is is a holistic point of view versus no things needs to be this way or that way. So you said I have freedom of movement in my neck. Anything else you want to add from the words that kind of came up? I want to be free to see endless possibilities. Okay. So I'm writing uh, to him. Because I don't want to write in the intention that this is for everybody. I'm glad you're you're saying it that way so everybody can learn. Um, I don't want to say I want because then we'll get more of I want. So we want to say you know, like to be there or to enjoy. So how did you say? Um, I am free to see endless possibilities. Okay, so to to be able okay. to see. You said endless? Yes, endless possibilities. Okay, so I like to, even though Louise Hay is saying endless, I like to see infinite because there is the word end in endless. Okay, Okay, I understand. Okay, I'm getting it. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Great. So, and now we're taking this intention, and you guys, you can do the same thing on on your intentions if you need to tweak it. So, we want to look at how true is this intention for you right now. 
So I'm going to read it back to you. So 10, and now it's, it's different than measuring the pain, okay? We're measuring the intention. Okay. To have freedom of movement in my neck. So if you have freedom of movement in your neck, it's 10. If you don't, it's close to 1. So where are you on that scale? I can move my neck. It just really hurts a lot. Right. So what is it? Is it, not, is it you have level of freedom in your neck that is like 2, 3, 1, 4? I wear you? Like a, like a 3. Three. And to be able to see infinite possibilities, how would you rate that? I would say I'm, I'm going to say a 10. So right now you're able to see infinite possibilities? I'm, through listening to you, I feel like I'm, 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 uh-huh. more, I'm, I'm right. getting there. Right. So is it 10 or is it like it's starting to open up more? It's starting to open up more, yeah. Yeah. So if it's 10, we don't need to do any work on it. So is it 10? I'm getting there, but it's not quite a 10, no. Yeah, because think about your life Uh and think about, you know, what's going on for you in your life and the different issues that you would want to or different aspects, not necessarily issues that you would want to, you know, move forward or resolve or change. And you have been thinking about these things for a while in a certain way. But now we want to get your panoramic kind of vision that there are things that you don't know how they're going to come about. Right. So we we want to give you that flexibility of vision. So... You're saying you're getting to the 10, but what number do you have now? I feel a lot, I feel a lot more, I'm feeling more um, calm. I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get it. That's what happens when we start to talk, when we start to have this conversation, you're not where you were before. So right. it's already starting to shift. I, I get that all the time. So if I would have asked you before we started the call in terms of being able to see infinite possibilities, what number would you have then? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't say I'm even halfway there. <laughs> halfway. So shall we take a five? Yeah. Okay. Great. So let's go and do it. So what I'm doing right now, I'm going to go through the protocol here, and we're going to collect the information. So like they do in a... Um, um, criminal criminal uh you know investigation the forensics department we're going to do it now but we're going to look for the evidence of energetically what's going on underneath the surface that we don't know that causes your neck to be the way it is and we're focusing on the neck and i tell you that many times when the neck is released the the head is released because headaches come from the tension in the neck. If somebody has a tension in the neck, like you're describing, I would be surprised if they don't have headaches. So that's a good um, place to start. So I'm going to say a few things. You don't have to understand everything I'm saying. For everybody else that is on the line or listening to recording, we're entering that healing space. I want to ask to... um, to bring an energy of love and respect and hold 
this space. I'm asking for you guys to hold this space in a loving space. I have crystals here around the computers. I have um, a black tourmaline, which um, collects the negative energy, and I have uh, rose quartz, which um, holds us in a space of love. So this is what I'm asking from all of you to bring. Move the, um, put the judgments, you know, outside of this space. <sighs> so uh, Maria can feel protected and safe. So I see God allow myself to be a pure and clear conduit and connection to all that exists, all source energy, all universal powers, all inline beings. This healing is in Maria's highest good. I now request access to divine matrix, divine protection, divine blessings, divine guidance, DNA coding, Sephoric healing forces, healing and protective words of power, permission to grant it for healing to flow through Maria in this moment in time and forever after, and for healing to flow through everybody else is on the call or listening to the recording. And I'm getting here uh, confirmations on muscle testing through myself. Is it okay to muscle test for Maria? I got a confirmation. Okay. So I'm looking now for an archetype. Do you believe in past life or where are you with that? Yes. Okay. So... It's not necessary to believe in past life for this to work. I just wanted to check with Maria where she's in. So archetype, 1 to 10, 10 to 20, 20 to 22. Because I have 22, 21, 22. Interesting. So the archetype is the gesture. It's kind of like lighthearted, playful, easygoing. Is this present in your life at all? I don't think so. Okay. This comes from another life. So I wonder how it's going to come into play, this kind of personality of being lighthearted and playful and easygoing, which is kind of like if you take for a moment the neck, which is stiff, which is hard, which is like not flexible, it's almost like the total opposite of being like the you know, playful and easygoing and gesture and, you know, that kind of personality. So let's see how it, it's going to play out. So now I'm looking for two negative life patterns, 1 to 5, 5 to 10, 10 to 15. And I'm not looking, I'm just saying the numbers, there are words next to the numbers. So I'm saying the numbers so I can, I, I will be a pure and clear conduit and not a biased one. So we had uh, 1 to 5, 5 to 10, 10 to 15, 10, 11, 12. So 12 is the pattern, a negative life pattern of power. And let's look at the second one. 1 to 5, 5 to 10, 5, 6, and 6 is hurt. So let me tell you something about these two patterns. Just a second. forgot to bring my other notebook. So the um, the power is you have given your power away and others upset you easily. You have made decisions based on what others think. You have felt you have had no control of your life. How does this resonate with you? The last thing you just said is so 
it's so intense. It's like so true. Yeah. And and the rest of it. I agree. I absolutely okay. agree with the fact that I've given my power away. Yeah. Okay. So these are keys. The negative life patterns are keys to tell us this is what's running in your system. This is a pattern, like what I talked about before. A pattern that runs, and as long as it runs, it it ends as a pain in the neck. Okay, so we need to break it in the pattern so the physical manifestation is no longer necessary to show you the way in. <laughs> so the second one was hurt. Yeah, you can see how it goes together with power. You have experienced deep hurt from other people who have betrayed you. This feels ingrained on your heart and has manifested manifested as a feeling of heaviness and emotional pain. So how does this speak to you? True. It speaks true. Yeah. Okay. Let's look at the negative emotion, the triggers those two negative life patterns, okay? So these two patterns, and all of us have uh, some combination, they're running underneath the system. All you know is that you are not feeling good about certain things, and then it's the pain in the neck. So there's the emotional pain in the neck and the physical pain in the neck that translates to a headache. So... The negative emotion is the trigger. Every time you feel that emotion, it says, okay, it's time to run the patterns again. Here it comes. It's like a wave. Okay, so we are trying to identify what the wave internally is that creates the physical manifestation and dissolve it at the source. Okay, so I'll muscle test for that. So I have 17 options. Is it 1 to 5? Is it 5 to 10? 10 to 15? I got a yes. So 10, 11, 12, 13. Okay. So 13 comes up as sacrifice. So every time that you sacrifice, every time that you say yes when you're supposed to say no, every time that... Um, you feel some kind of, you know, a little guilt or something, and you're like, okay, or or feel trapped. Like, what other choice can I have? Okay, you want to be in one place, and you finding yourself in another place, and you're like, okay, you're not doing it for yourself. You're giving and giving and giving, and you're depleting yourself. When you do that, and when you feel that you you you're very, you're probably aware. I would say if you're on this call and you, you know, we are doing this work together right now, you are aware that you're doing it. Are you? Somewhat, yes. That you're giving. Yes. You're giving and there is not left for you, whether it's energy or time or attention, something. Right. So you want to move from feeling sacrificed to nurtured. Every time that you feel sacrificed, you want to switch it to nurtured. And I know um, easier said than done, but I'll give you an affirmation to work with. And because we're doing this work together right now, this affirmation will work better than just saying it as an affirmation because it's connected to your healing process. 
So the affirmation would be, you can write it down, I release the emotion of feeling sacrificed. I release the emotion of feeling sacrificed and transform it into the feeling of nurtured. And transform it into the feeling of nurtured. And then you go and take the action that is relevant for whatever the situation is. So let's look at a belief system around what? 1 to 5, 5 to 10, 10 to 15, 10, 11, 12. Ooh, that's also power. So what's your belief system? See, power comes twice. You have something to learn about taking your power back because you have given it for too long. What's your belief system around power? What is power for you? Power is feeling in control, being able to do what I want to do, being able to, having the, being able to do what to do the things when I they need to be done. That needs to be done, or that you want to do, or both. Both. Okay. And is there? Do you feel that there is a gap between? Um, this feeling in control and being able to do these things that need to be done and you want them to be done, do you feel that there is a gap between your belief and reality? I I firmly believe that there's a huge gap. Huge gap, okay. Yeah. So many times when, you know, we're, we're trying to resolve something, we're looking basically at the gap between where we are and where we want to be. Right. And we need to find ways to shrink the gap. Because when we live in the gap, all we know is living in the gap. I'm here and I'm supposed to be there or I know that I can be there, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. So we experience the gap. And the gap is painful because it's like we're not where we believe we need to be. So now let's look at an age where it got locked in your system. Something took place. It got imprinted in the DNA and it stayed there for a long time. So let's see, 55 to 50, to 40, to 30, to 20, to 10, to 5, to 4, 5, 4, between 4 and 5. So what do you recall from that age, whether you remember or you know stories? Where were you? Where did you live? Um, between 4 and 5. I I recall some very painful memories with my father. Some very what memories? Painful memories. Painful. Do you want to share or you feel that it's enough to say painful memories on the call? My father was extremely abusive with my mother. Mm-hmm. And I was witness to most of it. Mm-hmm. What it was the physical abuse or emotional, verbal? Um, it was physical. It was it was uh, emo- uh, verbal. Yes. And how was your mom with that? How did she responded and acted and all that? She just took it. Yeah. Yeah. 
so that's that's you know subconsciously you made a conclusion of from the situation so mom just took it and mom what she didn't have a choice or she didn't know how from an eyes from the eyes of the child that you were at that time mm-hmm. how, how did you view the situation what what was your point of view um basically as a child i just did, would do anything not to upset my father wait i couldn't hear you what anything i said as a child i did anything i could not to upset my father not to upset him yeah yeah okay so in a way you how are you translating it was it um I need to make sure I'm protected. I, I'm afraid of him. How how were you making um, sure not to upset him, or or how were you emotionally? Um, I was afraid. Mm-hmm. I was afraid um, because I like I said I I would see what my mom would go through. Right. Um, so you know, yeah. And then I would. You know, as I got older, um, I was a, I was you know what we called a latchkey kid as a, at a very young age. So I made sure that everything that needed to be done was done before my father got home from work. So as you're sharing this, what's coming up, and there is a lot of the intuitive part in it, is that on one hand, you needed kind of, if we're using the metaphor of taking your head and neck and making sure that all your basics are covered, that all the things that needed to be done are done, that you did everything you needed to do in order not to make him upset, Kind of like think think of a sprinkler for for a moment, okay? Looking from the left to the right, those kind of sprinklers, not the one that pops and and <laughs> stays at the same place, uh-huh. okay? Oh, so you there was something that you developed or adopted a behavior or a mental state of ne- needing to make sure that you're covered, and in a way. Did it work? Did you not make him upset or did he got upset anyway? No, it worked. It worked? Yeah. Okay. So in a way, it tells me that if you are uh, rigid or stiff in your neck versus, oh, flexible, flowing, whatever, if something is not going to be in place, that's fine. You couldn't allow yourself to to be free and flowing and flexible and in your power. You needed, everything was around making sure that he is not getting upset. Uh-huh. You or your mom. I mean, there is how you were and there is how you, you viewed your mom. Okay, so if we were to be together in a private session, I would go a little bit more into this, but I think we got enough from this is the time it got locked in your system there was um, this abuse 
between your father and he was uh, upset a lot and you needed to make sure that everything is fine, that he's not getting upset. It's like there's not much room to flexibility and flow. Not to talk here is where the gesture is coming. You may want it to be free and flowing and uh, what was lighthearted and easygoing and playful, but there was no room for that. And a part of your how you came to the world was to experience that. Wouldn't you want it more in your life? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what we're doing, remember, we're collecting the interferences. So this was one interference that got locked. Let's look at which pathway we need to go. Is it one, two, three, four? I got four, which is a spiritual path. And let's see which one. One to five, five to ten, ten, eleven. Eleven is attachment. Beautiful. Eleven is what? Attachment. Okay. So we'll do some process, short process. Eleven, let's see. Okay, so it's called detachment healing, which is perfect because you know, there is something to detach from. So let me test to see, is it a person? Is it a situation? Is it an object? It was a situation. There is a situation that you need to detach yourself from, so you need to liberate yourself. So is it past or present? It's past. It's from the past. So as we're talking about this thing that came up right now, I mean, I'm taking that because that's what came up. Do you think that there is something there that you need to detach yourself from? It would be, I would have to say yes. Well, what would it be specifically? I would say I would need to detach from the past that's keeping me sort of tied to like you said before, to use your word, rigid. Mm -hmm. Okay, very good. So to detach from the past, it keeps you rigid. And if it has to do, which probably does from in this situation of needing to make sure, not making upset because that doesn't give you freedom, then let that be it. So what we're going to do, we're just going to say a statement, you know, like when you... Um, dissolve a contract or an agreement. You're saying, you know, like kids are saying, I'm no longer your friend. Okay, bye-bye. Or they make a, uh, a vow or commitment. So right now we're energetically kind of resolving, dissolving, divorcing this subconscious um, contract or decision that was made back then that I need to be rigid to make sure in order not to upset him. So all you need to do is um, repeat after me. It's pretty simple. So through the powers, through the power of divine light, of divine light, and divine love, and divine love. I Maria, I Maria, choose to safely detach, choose to safely detach, and dissolve, and resolve. Dissolve with D like David. Dissolve. Dissolve, yeah. All negative attachments. All negative attachments. Associations. Associations. 
and harf, hum, I'm sorry, harmful psychic cords. Harmful psychic cords. On all levels. On all levels. And dimensions. And dimensions. With my past. With my past. That keeps me rigid. That keeps me rigid. And you can shake your arms a little bit and legs. I choose to send love. I choose to send love. Light and blessings. Light and blessings. And forgiveness. And forgiveness. I choose to free myself. I choose to free myself. And create. And create. Only harmonious. Only harmonious. And loving connections and loving connections, and relationships, and relationships, in my life, in my life. Good. So let's check for a moment, we're not completely done, how your neck is doing at this point. I can move it. Mm. So there is more... um, like a, a range of, of motion? Yes. Okay. So before, when we started, we measured the level of pain, neck pain. What's the the level of pain that you have? I would say it's maybe like a three or a four. Wonderful. You started at nine. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to, this was just in the, in the kind of like a, an example, like a little mini process. Okay, every time when I do a session, I close it with DNA healing because we're asking to bring the DNA now back into balance and alignment. And then I'm also closing the whole um you know, kind of session, mini session with you. This is something that I do in every, the end of every session. So you guys on the line, whatever you have worked with, notice how you're feeling. I have this experience that every time after I'm closing, there is another layer of feeling even better. So let's do this and see how you guys are. Request healing sound frequencies to reconnect and realign DNA, RNA, chromosomes, wormholes, nucleotides, hypercommunication. These are the parts of the DNA. I now request that purifying and cleansing take place, relying white and gold, cleansing light to clean and dissolve all negative energies and negative attachments from Maria, from everybody else on the line, from everybody else listening to the recording, from myself, from this room, from this building, from this surrounding area, from anything or anyone affected by this healing. I now close down all harmful pathways, portals, gateways, channels, and access to all other dimensions and realities. I now confirm that the etheric, astral, mental, and causal bodies are all cleansed and strengthened, and that all sephoric healing forces are now activated. I ask that angels pour blessings upon Maria and everyone else, for all the things they stand in need of, that angels guide and protect them and lead them on a path of empowerment and full potential, that healing may continue throughout this time and that Maria and everyone else 
on the line or the recording, may always know that they are of divine worth. I now confirm this request of taking place and this healing is complete. So let's check with you how you're doing now. Level of pain or movement, you have more movement. Yes. Yeah. More freedom in your neck. Sure do. Wonderful. So it's still around three, probably? Yeah, it's still around three, but I can move it a little bit more. Good. So as we go along, because we're going to do two processes, then it may shift more. And as if you notice, I said, and healing may continue throughout this time. So it didn't end right now. It started right now. Okay? So you, it can be, get better tonight. It can get better tomorrow. The key for you specifically is to work on moving away from sacrifice and to start putting yourself in a nurtured place. This is when you take your power back and you do that and you you say, okay, if this is my key, I need to start nurturing myself. And you may have known that, but this is like your neck. It's coming directly from your neck telling you this is the direction you need to go. So if I were to do more work with you and we would collect more information and there would be more keys to focus on, let's say you would say, you know, but I don't know how to stop sacrificing. I've been like this my whole life. I don't know how do I say no to people. How when I am obligated and committed, I can go somewhere where I want. I don't feel free. So we would work on that and resolve that, okay, all the time, taking the next step to next step until you are in the habit of nurturing yourself and your neck is free. And when things in life, you need to deal with them, you have more options. It's not rigid it's not stiff. It's not just one way or or not that it's one way. It's a way that doesn't work for you and you feel like I got to do it this way. So we've got to give you, we want to give you more options and they are. It's just that you, you need to do your, you know, steps in the process. So anything you want to say or share at this point, Maria? No, I just, I, I, I think it's, Session's been very enlightening. Wonderful. Yeah, and we'll see how you are in the next the next days to come. So let's see. Let me mute you for uh, for now. And thank you so much for allowing us to um, you know do this healing with you and being our volunteer. Appreciate that. Wouldn't be the same without you. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. And uh, let's see, uh, anyone else wants to share anything or ask anything at this point? If you do, then press star 8, and I'll unmute you from here. And if not, we're going to move on. We're a little bit beyond time, but I want to do the two processes. And okay, so I guess I will... Yes, so I I mentioned before that I'd like to invite you to take a deeper dive so you can figure out what stands in your way and what is your energy interference that will put you on the right track and help you to free yourself from your pain. So uh, on this call, I will offer you to take with me 
uh, one forensic healing session. So you can feel the power of the work. And you saw here we did about 15 minutes of work. Was it 15? Maybe it was 20 with Maria. And I'm offering you a whole hour where we are collecting a lot of different details and we do a few healing corrections in uh, one session. And to my mind, one session is equivalent to seven to ten psychotherapy sessions because we're bypassing the cognitive, conscious, um, analytic conversation. We do it within the forensic. So we bring the information from the subconscious and, and we work with that. So we don't need to sit and analyze your childhood because not your whole childhood is relevant to your symptom. And sometimes it's not childhood. Sometimes it's, you need, we need to go to your ancestors or your past life or something. So I'd like you to be able to open a huge door to great physical and emotional health. So I give you this opportunity on this call so it will be easy for you to make the first step in the direction that is important to you. So in a moment, I will give you a URL where you can go and uh, take the next step. So have a pen and a paper and make sure you write it down. And just to let you know that at this point, my hourly rate is $250 for a single session. And tonight I'm offering it for a special teleseminar price of $159. And I'm going to throw also a few bonuses. So um, if after the first session, we would decide that we would want to explore more of the options that I'm offering different options, you will have the opportunity to do so with prices that are suitable to your budget, okay? But we're doing one session to just start steering up the, the process, bring up all the information, putting you on your healing path and help you to start move forward with unleashing what is locked related to your symptoms. So the URL is www.frompaintofreedom.org. So it's org, okay? It's not .com, it's org, forward slash special. Frompaintofreedom.org, forward slash special. And I want to share with you the bonuses that I'm giving for those of you who will get the special tonight before midnight Pacific time. So that's why I said stay all the way to the call. We have the two processes and I have the bonuses. And whoever is not on the call is listening to the recording. They can still take the 159 special, but it's not including the bonuses. The bonuses are to acknowledge those that made the time, that showed up, to me, it's like you really want to resolve this. Not to say that the others don't want who listen to the recording, but it's on top of the priority. That's why you're here. Uh, priority list. So bonus number one is a 15-minute foot analysis reading via a photo. So the foot analysis will allow us to map out what's going on in your internal world. Okay, what the tendency and the habits that are holding you back, what they are, and what you can do to start releasing and shifting those habits. So the value of this bonus is $50. Then we have bonus number two, a choice of one of my audios that fits your needs 
the most. I have over 110 audios, including guided visualizations that will help you enhance your healing process. And the value of this bonus is between $15 and $25, depends on the audio that you will choose. Bonus number three is two videos that will explain and guide you further in regards to the patterns that will come up in your forensic healing session. So for example, for Maria, the patterns that came up were power and hurt. So if that, you know, for her, I would send two videos that will help her to put some strategies in place that would give her some ideas of, okay, so what can she do with this pattern that she's giving her power away and she's getting hurt by things? So I have um, videos that I created for the pattern. Um, I could not place an amount on this bonus on, of the videos because it's kind of like an extension of your healing session. So the monetary value of your investment tonight is around $320, and um, I'm giving it to you for $159. Uh, yet, obviously, it's much more beyond that. You are getting a ticket to your physical or emotional well-being, and probably both. So the URL, again, is from paintofreedom.org forward slash special. Okay, so now I want you to listen closely because these bonuses, they're not on the web page, okay? Because I'm offering these bonuses for those who are on the live call, they're not on the web page, so it's for you only if you're currently on the call and you are taking and, uh, and, you're, and you're placing your payment before 12 a.m. midnight tonight, Pacific time. Now, the special price, again, of 159 is going to be available for you until Friday, February 27 at 10 a.m. Pacific time, okay? So at 10.01, the price goes back to 250, kind of pumpkin uh, <laughs> pumpkin thing. So you can still purchase it tomorrow until Friday, again at 10 a.m., um, but without the bonuses. So again, I like to encourage and acknowledge those who are taking action fast, there is a continuum from this, this teller seminar to continue your healing process. So, um, okay, so if you have any questions, I can open the line uh, real quick and you can ask the questions and then we'll move on to do the uh, two powerful processes. So if you have a question, star eight, and I'll see who wants to ask a question. If not, I will move and we'll do the visualizations. Okay, I'm going to count to five and see if I'm getting a star eight. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, so we're moving on. Okay, so what I'm going to do now, I'm going to end the recording part in just a moment as we're about to go deeper into the subconscious work together. I know that I said it's going to be two hours, but it's more than two hours. So uh, sometimes these healing processes takes longer, and I guess I need to say it's a two-and-a-half-hour call, but I didn't think that it's going to take this long. So I hope that you can stay a little longer. And... Um, Remember that if you did not get a $10 ticket on this call and you wish to get the recording, then you can do so by going to frompaintofreedom.org forward slash online. And you basically register to the event again so you can get 
all the recordings, the call and the processes. Okay, just make sure to do it before 10 a.m. tomorrow so I can include you with the email that I'm sending to everybody else. So if you need to use the restroom, this would be a perfect time to do so. Otherwise, just hang on on the line and I'll stop the recording. I have these processes recorded not as a part of the tele-seminar, so don't worry. Um, and I'll be right back. I'm just going to stop the recording. <laughs> 